0: Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. And me and Robert recently at our men's carnivore shared some awesome stories, and I think you'll get to hear it. Some of the guys will probably hear it again, but I think it's a perfect timing to talk about um, our moms or our wives, and just the, the kind of difference it makes in our lives, you know, to be loved, to be cared for, and uh, to be raised. And everybody's coming from a different backgrounds. You know, the whole word for this year, we have a theme called the power of your testimony. And God is writing every one of our stories. But it starts from when we were little kids, you know. When, uh, our parents being there and you know, sometimes when it comes to Mother's Day or Father's Day um, Certain emotions can be triggered because not all fathers were there But what's so amazing is that he's a father to the fatherless. Amen And when we have God in our lives It uh, brings us to completion knowing that God fills in that gap Amen. So I'm gonna have Robert start out just sharing with his heart uh, Whatever's
1: on his heart and it's gonna be pretty amazing. So looking forward to hearing it brother thank you for the vote of confidence that it's going to be pretty amazing <laughs> we'll see <laughs> okay um, would all the mothers raise their hands let's see how many mothers, We're not, not gonna make you stand, not gonna make you stand just all the mothers raise your hands okay cool cool awesome yeah. I met Mark's mother earlier today that was awesome um, hands get sweaty, i would probably drop it. <clears throat> you know, one thing about motherhood, motherhood changes you. Now, uh, and it's a blessing, it's a blessing not only to the baby, of course, <laughs> but motherhood is a blessing to the dad as well. I mean, it, it gives you something that you've never had before, and that's a child to raise, to love, to sometimes abandon, which is unfortunate, Uh, but um, motherhood, motherhood changes herself, it changes the dad, definitely give life to the baby. Um, For myself, I will speak about my wife. Uh, My wife is Vietnamese, for those who do not know her, she's Vietnamese and um, um, our daughter was born over there in Vietnam. Uh, we were not married at the time, I was a merchant seaman, and, uh, and uh, she uh, got pregnant, I'm still trying to work out how that happened, but um, I left her over there pregnant like so many American soldiers did There was one thing the American soldiers knew how to do, and that was make war and make babies. And so uh, my wife was, uh, not at the time wife, but um, uh, lady that I knew, fiance, was over in Vietnam carrying a uh, child. Um, I left from over there before the child was born and uh, she, she kind of had a hard time with it all. Um, maybe not me leaving, me leaving too, but her being over there with a, a, uh, an American baby uh, by herself, and I don't know whoever's been to Vietnam, but um, a foreigner is kind of a novelty and a black foreigner is really a novelty. And we go over there now and I mean, uh, being what they call me dang, me dang is black American. You walking down the street and the people turn around and they are looking 50 feet back, <laughs> checking you out. <laughs> because they just, they just don't see black folks a whole lot of times, you know. A friend of mine told me, he says, uh, while all this was going on and I was over there, he says, man, he says, you, you guys should have an abortion because he says she's gonna be left over here by herself with not only an American baby but a black baby and I mean that child is gonna stick out like a sore thumb y'all should have an abortion that's the best thing that you could do and I told him I says that that's not gonna happen I said even if the even if the child were not mine I says there would be no abortion. I would not do that. I will not punish the child for something I did. Um, My wife's friends told her the same thing. You should have an abortion. He's gone or he's gonna be gone. And you know, uh, don't do that. And so she said, well, why should I kill the baby for my pleasure? I did this. I'm gonna take on the responsibility. We decided that that was something we were gonna do take on a responsibility. I told my friend who encouraged me uh, to we should have an abortion. I said, you know, this may be the only child that I ever have. So I said, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I left uh, from over Vietnam um, several months before the baby came and uh, I did not know uh, that, um, that the baby had even come because, like I said, I was gone, and um, I, I had left my home address uh, with, um, with her. her. Her name is Lay. I had left my home address with Lay uh, back in Virginia. I mean- I was raised in Virginia, and so that's where that's where my address was at, so I left that with her uh She wrote me a letter that um I think it was probably a year and a half before I got the letter telling me that she had had the uh the baby and everything. It was a girl and um sent you know some pictures and everything like that. And uh, for myself, I thought I was going to make an effort to get them out of Vietnam. Um, because of the motherhood that was, you know, uh, she, well, you know, uh, her being a mother, my baby, is why I'm married to her today. Um, we kept in contact. And I had no idea of the blessing the Lord was giving me. So that's why I was saying motherhood changes not just the woman, but it changes the man as well. Um, I came to the States uh, later on, I, I got saved, and I went to, uh, to um, try to fill out paperwork uh, down in San Francisco. I hitchhiked from Eureka where I'd gotten saved at. I was living there hitchhiked from Eureka down to San Francisco, to file some paperwork to get uh, them out of the country. Um, By the time that all of this was happening, this was like 1975, the North had overrun the South, and the country had fallen into communism, and the country was locked up as tight as a drum. And so there just was no getting them out of there. There was a lot of, um, of the people that were escaping by the uh, boats and everything, the boat people. And because of my wife's, uh, a mother protects, just like Matt was talking about. Mothers protect, you stay here. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and so by her being pro- a protective mom the way she was, and still is, um, she said, I'm not, I was afraid to, to, uh, to take the boats and go out because I, 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 I had to protect the baby, you know. Uh, she said a lot of the boats were sunk. Uh, a lot of them were uh, pirated by the Thai pirates. <clears throat> and so she was not going to risk um, um, putting the baby through that, you know. Uh, she said that a number of times she had thought about that because she was poor from a poor family. Uh, she said a number of times she thought about committing suicide herself, but she says she was too chicken to do it. And she said that, um, what about the baby if I did that? What about her? You know. Yeah. There was a time while she was uh, in the early stages of pregnancy, uh, she said that her mother gave her um, some remedies to have an abortion, a miscarriage. And she said that there were, there's, I think, three er- different herbs that they mix together, and you can take those herbs, and it will induce a, um, a miscarriage. And she says she actually uh, uh, tried it. She took one of the portions that her mother gave her, but the other two she dumped out, and she wouldn't take it. Because, you know, wanting to, you know, a lot of times, even if a woman, if she doesn't want to have that baby, there is always something in her that wants to protect that baby. Yeah. So this really kicked in the gear with my wife. She wouldn't do that. She said that my daughter was telling me uh, just a couple of weeks ago, because I was telling her about our uh, the testimony that I gave at carnivore night. And she says, yeah, she says, my mom said that she actually jumped off the porch or something trying to get rid of me. She says, but I'm here. God protected me. (laughs) And with all the portions, she says, she was born on the floor in the kitchen. And um, the midwife was there, and my wife told me, she says, that when the baby came, She says the placenta was so detached and so rotted inside of her that the midwife was just amazed that the baby lived because the the, the placenta was so deteriorated. That is just the Lord's protection. I was telling my my daughter about that and she says, yeah, she says... they tried to get rid of me she said but god had different plans for me and my wife my my, my daughter actually is a a strong woman of god Uh, she has given we just had the one daughter ourselves like i was telling my friend this might be the only child we had ever have and she was you know uh after they came over here um, a couple of years later my wife got pregnant again um but it was a tubal pregnancy and we found out on a Friday that she was pregnant and the doctor called us in he said this is what's happening and so Saturday the next day I took her into the hospital she had the surgery to remove the tubal pregnancy so that is the only child that we have you know And so I'm just, I'm, I' just I thank the Lord all the time when I see my daughter in action and doing what she does, that, that you know, we, we did not do as was suggested to us that we should do. Um, my daughter has three daughters. Nobody will give me a boy. but you know, maybe in the third generation, <laughs> a boy will pop up from somebody. <laughs> My daughter has two boy dogs, maybe that's as good as someone to do. <laughs> but you know, um, um, I, I continued to uh, send some money over there and to, to take care of them, you know. And I was just determined that I was not going to leave my baby over there and never see her again, yeah. you know. Uh, a lot of American soldiers, they took off and the woman was over there pregnant, or maybe the baby had even come, and some of the guys were, were married here in the States. They did not want the family here in the States, the wife here in the States especially, to know that you know, they had gone over and made a baby in Vietnam. And so those children were abandoned over there. Um, a lot of them uh, were able to leave the country when they developed what they call the orderly departure program. And a lot of American babies, um, um, them and their mothers and some of the families left uh, because of this. My wife told me that she knew a couple of girls who had American babies. They were really, really poor. They needed m- money. And a rich family would come to them and they would offer to buy this child so that they could get out of the country. And so they would give this, this woman, maybe she had other kids, they would give this woman, um, I don't know, $500 or $1,000 for this child so that this rich family could could leave the country. She says she knew several uh, girls her age who who did that. You know, wound up selling selling their babies, you know. Um, You know, praise God she did not sell ours, (laughs) you know. But um, uh, when uh, this orderly departure program came, uh, she, I had filled out paperwork to make my daughter an American citizen. I had filled out uh, paperwork, uh, a fiance visa, so when it ever worked out, my da- my wife would have a um, an easy uh, way to to leave the country because the paperwork was already filled out for her. So that day came. Uh, my daughter was like 11 and a half years old when they when they left Vietnam. So. Um, they, they spent um, about a month in Thailand. The, the, um, I think it was Catholic Social Services that called me up one day and told me that um, my family had left Vietnam. It's something that everybody that knew me knew about. There's Mark and Nancy, they, they certainly knew about it. Um, Bob, the people that, who knew me from decades ago almost centuries ago uh, <laughs> they knew about the story they knew about my family in vietnam i was going to Abbott loop at the time and um my uh, my uh elder brian green he um uh, asked if it was okay to you know have us stand up so he introduced uh, my family to the congregation at, at Abbott loop there and uh they had been off the they had been in the country they got into uh anchorage on a friday and this was like on a sunday and so he um had us stand up and he introduced us to the congregation it was amazing the people applauded for about five minutes nearly you know because they were so excited for us and happy that this thing had finally worked out you know when they got off the plane, I went to meet them at the airport and my daughter was crying and um, um, my, um, my wife looked at her and says, why are you crying? She said, we, we finally made it to America. You should be happy and she's like, everything is so brand new to me and my dad, he's so black. <laughs> that's a kid okay (laughs) well she's familiar with everything by now and hey I'm still so black (laughs) and that ain't gonna change (laughs) live with it (laughs) but you know um, we got we got married um, uh, a um, friends of ours at Abid Lube offered it says when you when your when your family comes over from vietnam we would like to have them stay with us you know and so uh, they they put Lei and tao up for the almost 3 months until lay and tao got or until we we got married my wife thought that i had um, gotten married because i couldn't by, by that time i'd left anchorage i had built my house I had my house built out here. And she thought it very strange that we could not live together. She thought it very strange. I could not take her to my house. And she just was so sure that I had gotten married. Uh, her people told her, no no man is gonna wait for you for no 12 years, you know. So that, 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 that guy is married. And he's got another family. So you go over there and be, and be in America, but you're not going to be with him. So when I couldn't take her to my house, we, we couldn't live together. That just kind of reinforced what she had been hearing all the time. And so uh, I, that next week, I took her out, you know, I took her in tow, out to my house in Wasilla here. My wife is such a smart like. Um, she said, I you know, opened up the house and, and they came in and she kind of looked around and she says, no woman lives here. <laughs> it was fine to me. You know? <laughs> but you, ladies, y'all know what y'all like. Y'all like curtains on the windows. Y'all like little doily frilly things on the tables and <laughs> throw rugs and all this kind of nonsense. Hey, a dude ain't gonna have all of that. You know? So she looked, I mean, dusty, you know. She thought, She said, no, okay, I'm satisfied now. He's not married. <laughs> I mean, in less than two minutes, you figured this out. <laughs> so, you know, motherhood changes people. I mean, as I said before, it doesn't just change the mother, but it changes the dad as well. Yeah. You know, it really does. Our daughter's a blessing to us now, and I think about, thought about it when we had COVID back um, during the holidays. My daughter took care of us. She would cook, she would bring food over to us i mean and we would um, last year my wife had uh, some heart problems we almost lost her she had uh, afib and i mean we last year this time she was probably in the hospital because she was in and out of the emergency probably six or seven times during the time last year this time last year and our daughter took care of us we we went over to our daughter's house Every day for probably a couple of weeks because she would cook and feed us. We had COVID last year um, in, in, at the holidays. Our daughter took care of us. So I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful for my wife's motherhood. Yeah. We have been well taken care of by our daughter. And so, mothers, those who will become mothers, and all of you are here are believers and so i'm sure that an abortion is out of the question for you but if you know somebody that is pregnant or will be pregnant at some times to come encourage them carry this child you don't know who this baby is going to be in 20 years 30 years 40 years you don't know what that little um, what do you call the uh, 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 belly pouch or what, what do you call that when a woman's pregnant?
0: After
1: she's, uh, No, no, no. Well, why is she still pregnant? <laughs> baby bump. Thank you. Who said that? <laughs> you get the prize. Whoever that was. <laughs> you don't know what that little baby bump is going to turn out to be in that child's lifetime. How many? singers how many excellent doctors and lawyers and politicians actors and actresses have been destroyed you know because somebody did not want to take on the responsibility of carrying that child even if they had it adopted out so if you know somebody who is pregnant and thinking about it or going to be this is a an encouragement for you Tell that person, keep this child. You don't know who God has given you. This person could save your life in years to come, you know. So, amen for all you mothers. Praise God for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may you live a long time and see your children's children's children.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.